Welcome back to Grunts and Appalachia. This is Brandon. And John. Brandon and John, old BJ in the house. <laughs> it's been a while, man. It's, it's been, been a, a while, while, man. Life's caught up with everyone, I think. It's uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas season now a little bit. Yeah, I mean, coming into the holiday season and coming into the end of the year, uh, me and Brandon were talking like, man, we haven't done this in a long time, and uh, there's been a lot that's gone on. Like, so much has happened this year that so many things have happened that people have even forgot about. Wait, so, like, Thanksgiving's less than a week away, and November started, like, yesterday. I know. Like, what is going on? It's wild. Is it because we're old, do you think? I think time just got different after COVID. It's just really, it seems like it just flies by. I mean, you think back, COVID was what, 19, 2019? Uh, yeah, 1994. And we're coming up on 2024? Right. Jesus. Word. I mean, it's like, poof, it was gone. And still no gone. flying cars, still no. No still flying no cars. There's all kinds of UFOs out there, though. Yeah. What do they call them? Not UFOs, they call them something. They, do they change the terminology for everything so much anymore? I can't keep up and with it. And it's just shit, basically. Oh, yeah, there's just shit flying around. Yeah. Do you believe in aliens, John? Uh, I believe in extraterrestrial life. I don't think it is what people what people perceive it like being from other planets. I, I, I just think it's a, I think there's all kinds of different species that we probably don't even know exist. Sure. Like even on this planet. Yeah. On this planet. In the ocean. The on this planet. The scariest place yeah. on this planet is the ocean. Absolutely. <laughs> What's that big thing? The big, the deepest part of the ocean where all the Navy. Mariana's Trench. Yeah. Where all the Navy jump in and they swim in the, you know, they're in the deepest part of the ocean. Like what is down there? Who knows? Jason Momoa, I guess. I'd rather know what's down in all, in, in uh, Antarctica. I want to know what they're doing down there. Is, is that top or bottom? That's bottom, That's right? bottom. Yeah. Bottom. No one knows. Nobody knows. No one knows. But, dude, we have a local Huntingtonian. Uh, I can't even know. I'm not even trying to say that word. Local man from here in, in Huntington that actually was able, I'm not going to say his name because I don't know if he would want me to, but was able to go down to Antarctica and he's been down there for like six months. Six or eight months. I can't remember how long it is, but... Turn my mic down just a little bit. Are you, which one are you? I'm four. Yeah. That better? Yeah, that's a little better. Um, so he has been stationed down there as a cook. And he's been cooking down in Antarctica for however long the duration is. And he loved it so much that he's going back. He's coming. He came Crazy. back down. He's he got to tell a story. And then he's like, oh, I'm going back. It's like, Is he hanging out with penguins? or uh, Are penguins north or south? I don't I remember. They were the are bottom. they south? I thought they were in the bottom. They probably are. I, I I know they're only on one of them. So yeah. I, I think it's the bottom one. I think you're right because I think people go down to uh, the South America to go see them. Like they get on boats down there and that's where they go see them from. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Penguins. Penguins. And what do, what do we do as humans? We steal them and bring them up here so we can all look at them. Yeah. You know, talking about animals, I just found, I didn't realize this was a thing. All panda bears are owned by China. Really? Did you know that? No. I mean, if you have a if you have a panda bear at a zoo anywhere here in America, they're all owned by China. Are they taxing us on them? I I I, I guess they got to pay a fee to have them, <laughs> but even when they're born, like you you can't own a panda bear. The panda bears are owned by. Wasn't that some China. shit too when we were kids? Like it was twenty four hours live coverage of the panda giving birth. You remember? Oh yeah, it didn't. And then they did a giraffe like recently yeah, in the last yeah, ten years or so. But I just remember as a kid like some mm-hmm. panda. Giving I remember birth that in a zoo or whatever. I do remember that. And then it was actually Jack Black, so. <laughs> <laughs> and Tenacious D. Um, speaking of China, though, did you see uh, Xi Jinping was just in uh, San Diego, not San Diego, San Francisco. With, uh, he was with. Old President Biden. Weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> it kind of does look like that at this Dude, point. It's like, it's almost like there's two people walking next to him. Like, he's just, like, they're calling the music's going, and he's just. Blindly walking, just blindly. And, oh and my god, what an idiot! It's I don't even think it's at that anymore. I I don't think he's in control of his own. I don't know what is going on at that you think point. He wears a diaper. What's the over under? Uh, I don't think I don't think he knows where he's at most of the time. Right. So how would he remember the shit? Yeah, you know, you never can tell. I don't, he like you, you I, have you have the the leader of communist China show up on your on your doorstep. You you did you hear what they did in San Francisco? Uh, did not go see all them homeless fuckers. Well, no, they, they completely cleaned the street. Yeah. They and completely it, cleaned it. I saw where it was like all China flags. Yeah. They made it look like a Chinese city basically yeah. is what they were going for. I don't know. It's, I mean, what do you do in California? <laughs> what are you doing? Being Californians. Oh my. Know? Being Californians. Oh my. Is absolutely. Ridiculous. Hey, we love you, California, but you got to quit doing things like that. Yeah. You just quit being <laughs> part of America. Honestly, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I hear embarrassing. 
It's like your drunk oh. uncle at Thanksgiving. You know and then you mean? got you got Gavin Newsom out there, their governor, <laughs> and and they're, everything that comes out of his mouth, I just don't understand any of it. I, all I'm, I, I sit here, okay, is there any common sense left? Is all I want to know. <laughs> well, we're talking about China's talking about when they're unstoppable if they take Taiwan. Yeah, be unstoppable. And, Biden's like, oh, he's a good guy. He's a good guy. And then and then as soon as he leaves, oh, he's a dictator. I've always said he's a dictator. Yeah. Like behind his back. <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Oh, my God. I think. It's like high school. <laughs> my, my idea of what goes on in Biden's head is this is the only thing he can comprehend is, okay, left foot, now right foot. Left foot, now right foot. Like, he's talking to himself on how to walk. That's all he's thinking about is left foot, okay, right foot, yep, left, yep, yep, yep. And he's just talking to himself. He, he looks like walk. the old guy. I'm always saying this because it happened to me yesterday. My dad invited me to lunch at Golden Corral. So I went with him. And Biden kind of reminds me of the old man yesterday that just walked right in front of me, stole all the all the brand new fried fish and walked away and looked at me and just went, huh. Yeah. <laughs> did by. they have the chocolate fountain? No, they did away with that, I think, before COVID. Oh, I thought that maybe they'd they just dip the, they dipped the strawberries and put them on a plate now, and oh, you just got to... I'm out. Yeah. I'll, Golden yeah. Corral, you'll never be... See, I thought during COVID, when they all shut down, mm-hmm. like, I thought they were changing. Never coming back. Yeah, yeah I, I did too. Was done. I thought so as well. But we got we got two back. We got the one in Ashland, we got the one no, across lane. So West Virginia likes to eat. Yeah, but <laughs> we didn't get the we didn't get the one back right there down the road from us. From Barbersville? Yeah. Yeah, Barbersville, Huntington, whatever it was, 29th Street. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we didn't get that one back, which was a shame. Everybody was sad, I guess. Well, uh, here we are. It's November. I don't think we've been together since what? September? Yeah. Something like that. September. So we have fall is kind of behind us a little bit. A little bit. We still got about a month. I did uh, about three hours of leave removal on Thursday. And I'm sure as you pulled up, it looks like I have done nothing. Dude, you're talking to a guy who drives down a 200 yard driveway that's got leaves on both sides i'm not i'm not doing anything with my leaves i cannot stand leaves and the the worst part is is i have one tree you know what i mean (laughs) it's everyone else's like i saw almost like a tidal wave of leaves yesterday when it was windy just blowing what's it called when you get a uh, you have a leaf a leaf drift yeah right (laughs) it's it's ridiculous man i just can't get rid of them i hate them i hate leaves so much i i don't know i need i want to go to the country where it doesn't matter you know what I mean? <laughs> That's where I'm at. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And you're good out there. I don't have to worry about the leaves. They just do their own thing. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, we had great fall foliage this year. I know that we didn't, we weren't around for that, but, I mean, this was probably one of the best years that I can remember on record. Yeah. I mean, did you see the pictures from up there at Hawk's Nest and uh-huh. Greenbrier? And all? I mean, it was it was pretty incredible this year. It's uh, So, I wonder, what's the visitation like during the fall here? Is it pretty big for that national park? Well, I think this is the first year that it's going to be in actual full effect for the fall. So because, I, I think they're going to – I don't think they have any stats on it yet. I don't like Jersey has like the cherry blossoms, which uh-huh. is a big tourist event. People go to see the cherry blossoms and stuff. I just wonder since they've made this a national park if this is something that people come to in the fall, like to see the foliage. Like, Oh, oh I'm, I'm sure it is. And it's going to continue to grow in popularity, obviously. And right. this is only year maybe, – maybe this is year two. I can't remember, yeah. but I know it's a big thing for like whitewater rafting. Mm-hmm. It's, it's huge tourist bridge day, right? All that. I just wonder if I don't pay attention. Is I guess so. I'm kind of asking. I, I figure it's probably going to become a very very large tourist attraction. I yeah. can say right now, and to anybody that hasn't been there, if you're in West Virginia and you love your state and you want to see the best of it, go now before they start shutting stuff down because some of the some of the trails out there are dangerous. I mean, dangerous in the sense of if you get idiots out on them, somebody can be an idiot and die right. and whenever you have someone die as soon as someone dies and like okay well we can't let them near that spot anymore sure. and they, they kind of they shut it down so if you want to see really great things out there in in that national park hawk's nest area go now and and take those awesome trails like the, the endless wall trail is one of the best trails you can go on in west virginia and if you haven't done it yet i mean you're standing on a rock cliffs that yes if you fall off you're you're yeah. not making it you know i mean there's no question about it so Go see it before they start putting up all the fences, start putting up all the yeah. red tape, and and <laughs> and ruin it for everybody. Because it was last time when we were up there, it was it was way busier than before it was designated a national park because it was kind of just known in the state. People didn't really know about it outside the state. If you would talk to people and say, "Have you ever heard of Bridge Day?" A lot of people from outside of West Virginia have never heard what Bridge Day is. Well, yeah, I, majority of the country don't even know West Virginia is a state. Exactly, they just think it's, it's Western, Western Virginia. Virginia right. Exactly, I, th- I think it was. Uh, I don't know, some, some game show, they put up a state, and some lady was like, oh, West Dakota. 
thing. <laughs> it was South Dakota. <laughs> and she was like, oh, West, West Dakota. Dakota. Like, no, sorry, you're wrong. <laughs> so uh, what's what's new in your life, John? I know you were uh, Jesus, right? I was. I, I got to play Jesus at the play. And uh, uh, they do a thing called Hebrew Marketplace down at Christ Temple yeah. Church. It was pretty awesome. Uh, they set up a first century Hebrew market yeah. for all the kids that go around. They do like cheese making bread and all kinds. You can get all kinds of snacks. And all oh, like foot bread? They make foot bread? I don't think they make foot bread out oh. there. They don't make foot bread. <laughs> but they, make all, they have all kinds of things for the kids to do. Plus, they get their candy. And it's a nice, safe thing for kids to, and families to be able to do. Plus, they give them the message of, of uh, the, the gospel message of Jesus, which is pretty cool. And I, I got to sit and act as Jesus. And they told us beforehand. And I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, but I'm going to say it anyways. I thought it was pretty pretty wild. It's, it's kind of a humbling experience when they look at you and they're like, look, you're, you are playing Jesus, so you have to act the part the entire evening while you're in costume yeah. and dude that's you can't fill those shoes for one so were you like carpenter and, jesus or like baby jesus in a tuxedo t-shirt no i was or? i was i was uh i was ministering jesus you ministry were, jesus. i was so yeah, full already, yeah okay. ministry jesus and and it's it's a humbling thing man because you're walking around little kids are looking at you and and they want their pictures taken with you yeah. and you're scaring some kids and some kids are like oh wow and then you got to get down to the kids level and they and, 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 and you have the long hair and the beards so. and that's why i got asked predominantly yeah. you know yeah. and, and so and, for some kids i'm sure it's you know they go to church every week and hear about how Jesus died for our sins. And then here's Jesus walking around. They're like, who's this? Jesus is here. <laughs> it, it was, it was, a, it was, like I said, it was a humbling experience. And I, I it was really cool. I, I really appreciated them, them asking me to do it. And I, I would, I would do it again. It was yeah. awesome. It was really very cool, cool. Very cool. What have you been up to, man? I've seen you all over the place, dude. Uh, I mean, it's football season's over as of last week. So it honestly was football, man. Just football, 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 football. And it, I mean, I don't know if you saw Liam. He's gotten a little bigger, but he eats nonstop. So my life has been cooking and driving to football. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, b- believe me. Uh, I completely understand. And it's like Thursday nights, I tried to do like family dinner, his favorite meal, the you know, night before his game. And he had uh, he was pretty mature this year. I was pretty impressed with him because uh, he's a junior, and they had a senior kid, and they shared quarterback. They ran a dual quarterback system. And, you know, I have a biased opinion, but I think at times Liam really showed out. Like, so Liam ended the season with 13 touchdowns, I think close to 1,000 yards passing. That's amazing. Over 500 yards rushing. He was the number two rusher on the whole team. And this is all with half the reps, you know what I mean? Because yeah. they were sharing time between the two quarterbacks. But they ended up good. They finished the season 6-4, and four, uh, made it to the playoffs. And we played Spring Mills last week, which is about 20 minutes out of D.C. So I pulled a 24-hour shift. Friday, woke up, did my day, then drove out there, saw a game, then drove back, got back about four in the morning. Ugh, those are rough. And uh, after a loss, too, that was a long drive. But, uh, yeah, so I've been doing that, uh, cornholing. I look forward to my cornhole nights. Uh, last night I was in some secret cornhole club place. It was we weird. can't talk about it if, if it's secret. It was like Fight Club, man. Like if you, everyone fights their first night. Like, like it was at this batting cage, indoor batting cage place that I guess these people just rented and you just show up and it's like a warehouse. You walk in and there's cornhole everywhere. No bathrooms. You know what I mean? It was (laughs) just cornhole everywhere. Yeah. You know, I I can kind of, I can't remember where it is. Where is Ryan Geist brewery at? Is that Cincinnati? I've never heard of it. Okay. I think that's Cincinnati. It's called Ryan Geist brewery. It's, pretty it's a massive place when you yeah. go to it it's really cool but when you walk in it kind of seems like that because it's a, it's an old factory that they turn into a brewery and then when you first get upstairs into the area where everybody parties and, and gets together it's cornhole boards and it's yeah. people and, and kind of set off to the side and they're all playing cornhole and it kind of looks shady dude and it, i'm telling you cornhole <laughs> is so big man it, 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 it's so pickle it's pickle it's redneck pickleball it really is like there's this app called score holio right and you can, no matter where you're, where you're at, you can get on there and search, and it will show you all the cornhole matches within like a hundred miles of you. So, are you guys are you guys getting together and watching it on TV yet? No, 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 no. no. I don't watch it on TV. But uh, have you gotten? Have you started watching NASCAR again? Uh, I know they only have no, like one month off a year. So. I, I, I haven't. I, I'm obviously I'm still a Chiefs fan. Uh, I went to New York City for the Chiefs game. The I Chiefs saw pictures. Jets. That was an absolute blast, and we went with our friends Davey and Summer. They had. Recently got married in August, and we took this trip to New York. Christina has never been to New York, so we did her 
list of non-negotiables. You know what I mean? I have to see this. And we knocked out everything on that. I was exhausted, man. So you did like Statue of Liberty. Everything. Cool. Everything. Brooklyn Bridge was probably the worst because we did that the day after the game. Did you get the iconic photo underneath it looking back at it? Cool. But it was, I mean, it was the game. The Chiefs-Jets game was at 8 p.m. on Sunday. And I don't think we got back to our hotel in Manhattan to like 2 a.m. And then we flew out Monday at 7 p.m., but we still had a list of shit to do Monday. So I was just not feeling so great Monday because I had a couple pops at the the Chiefs game. I actually found a cool story, man. I was flying out there. They they went out on, uh, I think, Wednesday. I didn't fly out till Saturday morning because Liam had a game Friday night. So I'm flying Saturday morning by myself on like an hour of sleep because I had to be on the road at 3 to get to the airport, all that jazz. And I, every person I saw in Chiefs attire, hey, are you going to the game? And I made like 15 friends on the trip there. So I, they ended up inviting us to this tailgate. So we ended up at a Chiefs tailgate. One thing I'll tell you about Brandon, anywhere you go, he will find a group of people <laughs> and, and make friends very quickly. So, yes. So I, I got their numbers and whatnot. That was Saturday. Sunday I'm texting them. They walked us in. We had a great tailgate time. But even cooler is I met a couple of Krauts Saturday, a couple German guys. And I was at this bar, it's called O'Shea's, and it's right where the towers fell. And it's a veteran first responder type bar. Like there's flag, I got pictures of unit flags and people's patches and everyone. It's just kind of a landmark that you go if you're a veteran or first responder. And I'm in there and I meet some Chiefs fans there. Then I meet some people from West Virginia. So I play uh, Sweet Caroline and the whole, that whole group of people, it's like 10 of them was like, you know, eat shit pit. And then the whole bar is looking at us. So then I met these German guys and uh, they just called me Mr. Brandon, Mr. Brandon, Mr. Brandon. Well, they gave, they got my number, you know, like, so I'd get this text, which was like 38 numbers long, you know what I mean? 42 dash yeah, it. Yeah. And they text. It's like an FPO address. Yeah, right. They ended up meeting us out and following us around all night and the, the one guy's like, Mr. Brandon, you are crazy. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, buddy. <laughs> Hold on. Well, they, they Did he sound Middle Eastern? <laughs> I, uh, that's my best, I know, that's I know, my I know. Dude, I know but who, can, who can do a German accent? <laughs> Unless uh, you're German. So they ended up, they flew there because they were going to the Monday night Giants game in New York. So they had a Sunday night and a Monday night game in New and York. The same, and they share a stadium. Dude, I can't, I can't imagine... The economy, like the economics behind yeah. all that and how much money comes into town two nights in a row. Well, and the thing is, is the crazy thing for me was, you know, by the time the game ends and everyone's out of there, it's midnight, right? They have a kickoff the next day, but they have to, it's Jets. So they have to basically tear down the stadium and put all Giants shit up. Oh my God. Change the end zones, everything. So they got to repaint it all. And, yes. And oh, they do wow. that. And it. They do it for a Sunday night football game to a Monday night football. Two totally different teams playing in that same stadium. Well, it's actually four different teams. Right, right, right. But, you know, the field. That has to be the home team. Is yeah. The center logo's Jets on Sunday. Yeah. On Monday night, the center logo's New York Giants. Wow. And it's, I just, I couldn't wrap that over my head. The craziest thing, their stadium's uh, a few years old, you know, so it's new. It's phenomenal. It's it's New York. It's a high class, high scale. It looks beautiful. But the thing is, they have one train that leaves the stadium to take you to, like, the substation where you can get on a train to go anywhere. But there's only one from Meadowlands to that substation, right? And after the game, there's probably 40,000 people trying to get on that train. It looked like a zombie movie where, like, everyone's in line trying to hang on and jump in. It was ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. That sounds – I mean, New York City – isn't a, I've been there so many times in my life that I, I'm at a point now where I haven't lost anything there to go back and find. I'll, t- I'll tell you. So I hadn't been there since 2009, <clears throat> mm-hmm. and it is way different than it was in 2009. For the better or worse. Better. Yeah. It was in 2009 when I was there, it was really clean around Times Square, and everywhere mm-hmm. else was shady, right? I feel like Manhattan as a whole is just nice now. I mean, there's obviously there's some homeless and whatnot yeah. here and there, but there wasn't anywhere where I turned down because we walked in subway to everywhere the whole time we were there. And it was, you know, one in the morning, two in the morning, dark alleys. And I never felt uneasy at any point. Well, you know, the, the thing with it is you hear all these stories coming out of New York City and <clears throat> you get, I, I know there is things that happen there in, in shadier parts, obviously, but they've had, a. I was reading an article 
months ago, and I don't know if we've spoken about this, but I mean, 116,000 illegal immigrants right. were sent to New York City alone. And I don't know where they put them. Queens, maybe? Well, you know, here's the thing. I made a post about it on Instagram, and it it did really well. I mean, it got I think it was got over thirty thousand people saw it or something. But all these people from New York get on there and start commenting. Oh, it doesn't even matter. It's like one percent of the population yeah. in New York City. Well, okay, it's still a big drain on your economy. Sure, obviously. And now you have New York City's begging the federal government for money right. and help for all of the all of the immigrants that have come into New York City. Now, immigration, I, I have no problem with it, but I mean, how, what are you going to do with that many people? We're in the middle of a war, and we're letting these people just come across right. our southern border. Like We've let armies of people yeah. come across the southern yeah. border. Absolutely. I mean, it's... I, New York City... For, Not to change... I mean, just to change the tone. Right, right, right. I would <clears> say uh, Giuliani, people hate him, people like him. Well, yeah. He cleaned that fucking city up. Yes, man. he did. And it, I mean, where the porn district used to be on Broadway is now gorgeous. I, everything was... I don't know, 15 years ago, call it when I was there last, it was people bumping you on the street, talking shit. I mean, last time I was there, I went to a Jets-Chiefs game, and me and JP was eight or nine years old. He's 23 now, so that's how long it's been. Uh, People were trying to fight me in the parking lot because I had Chiefs gear on. Oh, wow. You know what I mean? I'm like with my eight-year-old kid. like Yeah, seriously, I grew up, yeah. So I was concerned this time because I knew we were taking that train, that zombie train back. Yeah. There were 50% of that stadium was Chiefs attire. Really? I, and no one ever, even the Jets fans were, no one was rude. I think every year that goes by, and you know, I, like you know me, Brian, I don't keep up with sports at all, but I think every year that goes by, I think they, they've kind of taken away some of that hometown pride of a team yep. because of all of the all of the different things that you gamble on now and all the things that you're involved with, with uh, picking your own teams and watching the stats of individual players. People follow, it seems like to me, people follow players more than they are loyal to a home team. Sure. Like you you come from a generation, like we're from the same generation where we grew up with a home team, but we yeah. were the last generation to have that. Yeah, I think everyone now with the ease of knowledge, mm-hmm. you know, internet, cell phones, Google, when I grew up, the only news I heard about was the Chiefs. Yeah. You know, the local paper, Chiefs, this Chiefs, yeah. local news, Chiefs. That's your team. You know, now we're, you know, with this cell phone, you can be a fan of whatever team and know every single thing about that team nonstop, get updates. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's you're absolutely right. There's not so much a hometown feel to your teams anymore. And speaking of hometown feel, so – a week from or two weeks from today, I will be in Green Bay for the Green Bay Chiefs game. Oh, dude, you're gonna freeze! Which is, uh, it's gonna be cold, <laughs> yes. But that's like a bucket list. For so, me. are you going? Are, are you gonna? Are you gonna let the beard grow a little longer? Uh, I probably won't shave till I go. Get get a picture of it with yeah, some icicles. I in haven't it. trimmed my chest hair just to get a li- another little <laughs> layer there, a little base layer, a little base layer, a little base layer, so I can stay warm. But that's a bucket list for me. I'm super excited for that, and. uh and, you know, that was the first ever Super Bowl was Chiefs and Green Bay. See, I, I grew up with uh, Warren Sapp and mm-hmm. Brett Favre and the Battle of the Bays, yep. Tampa Bay and yep. Green Bay. So, we did, yeah, I'm very well, – there's tons of cheeseheads down in Florida. Yes, tons of cheeseheads. They have getting, whole bars. Well, they probably leave because they're so cold. Yeah, they have so many bars. <laughs> they, there's bars down there dedicated just to, to, to Packers yeah. fans. Well, I'm excited. We're going with Aaron, who's from Wisconsin. So, he's actually – Green Bay is the only publicly owned NFL team. So it's you that's can, interesting. Yeah, so it's publicly so, shared. So you can buy stock. Mm-hmm. Can, oh wow! So, I didn't Aaron, realize that. so Aaron's a stockholder in the Green Bay Packers, which means essentially he's an owner. You know, <laughs> <laughs> essentially you could own a share right. and be partial owner as well. Right. So he ended up <coughs> because if you're a stockholder, you get some access to some tickets and stuff. So he hooked it up. It's oh, that's cool. Pretty exciting. And uh, his daughter is a huge Chiefs fan. She's a huge Patrick Mahomes fan. Yeah. So it'll be nice to see. You know, they're big cheese heads, and we're cheese fans. So it'd be a fun trip. I w- wish I could take the boys, but uh, it's not cheap to go to Green Bay. I bet it's not. I bet it's not. So that's that's what's going on in my life. And like I said, uh, high school football is over. Now I am. Now you get to chillax for a little while. I get to chill for a little bit. Did you have a good Veterans Day? I didn't really. Yeah, I, I worked all day on Veterans Day. Did you? That was, what, a Friday? I think it was Friday Saturday. this year. Saturday? Yeah. Okay, so I didn't work all day. I was at a. I was at a wedding. I was thinking, you know, I because it was uh, it was the day after Marine Corps birthday. I didn't do it. I worked on the Marine Corps birthday, which is yeah. November tenth, and uh, yeah. And then Saturday, I, you know, I didn't really do anything. People, you know, I, I, I'm disappointed in myself because my sister actually sent me um, 
a thing that I could have got a free smoothie down at Smoothie King, and I love Smoothie <laughs> King. And I, I was like, man, I drove right by and didn't yeah. know. So that, was my, that was my only disappointment that day. I, Liam had that game Friday night, so I didn't get home till 4 in the morning. And by the time I fall asleep, it was probably 5. Yeah. I slept for like three hours, and I had to get up and put a suit on and go to a wedding. So it was – I don't even remember the day. I was so tired. Yeah, that's awful. Honest. But uh cool thing is uh, Dutch Miller, if you're local and you're a veteran – Dutch Miller uh, Chevy and Hyundai is giving 15% off any service to all veterans till the end of November. Oh, cool. So if you need an oil change or anything done to your vehicle and you're a veteran, go hit up Dutch Miller. It's 15% off. Pretty cool. Uh, and you can also go back to a previous episode where we had uh, Chris, Chris Miller. Yeah, correct. Yep. So Chris oh. Miller, who's running for governor, uh, he's. I think he's not doing too much with the dealership anymore because yeah, he's, he's, he's focusing full time on that, and, I believe. And I think if you're going for governor, you really don't yeah, want to be tied to a business. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I think he's kind of taking a step back and you know, good luck. We wish him the best of luck. Absolutely. Uh, and politics is not where I would want to be right now. No, it's a no mess. Where I'd want to be. Oh, I, my oldest kid is JP is joining the air force and I'm super proud. Uh, It'll be a second generation service to this country for us, you know, and so I'm super proud of him. But it's also a time where it's it's a little crazy in the world right now. Yeah, you it know? is. But the Air Force recruiter laughed because he's like, "You're retired." I said, "Yeah," and he goes, "From what uh, you know, Army?" He goes, "All of the people who come in here for the Air Force parents are either <laughs> absolutely Army or Marines, dude. I'm telling you, yeah, yeah, goes, yeah everyone." He goes, "If they have prior service, the parents they're." Army or Marines, and they're pushing their kid into the Air Force. Yep. I was just about to say, and it makes perfect sense, because if my kids, I would, I would be like, go, go Air Force. No, and JP, go Air said, Force. JP said the Marine recruiter called him, because, you know, he went to the Air Force, so now everyone's calling him. Yeah. And he said, and JP was like, absolutely not. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> not. So, but uh, he's pretty But, calm. you know, I was reading the other day, we're talking about military stuff, that the uh, the Army is having an awful time with recruiting. Oh, I, I would imagine. Um, the only one that's actually... Uh, not from what I could understand, the only one that wasn't having any issues was the Marine Corps at this point, really? at this, so, at this point. So the air force, you know, I don't know much about the air force. I had guys in the air force work for me and whatnot, but I never dug into the actual yeah. air force. So they, it's so small that some jobs, there's only like a hundred dudes yeah. in this one job and they're just not hiring. It's almost like, dude, I'm telling you, I, okay. I, my neighbor that I grew up with that used to beat me up all the time. He was a bully. Um, I won't say his name, but he uh, he went in the Air Force after after um, high school, playing football, yeah. big football star in high school and everything. He's a great guy now, but he uh, was an ammo tech, I think is what it's called. And just out of nowhere, I, I feel like they, they kind of pushed him out. And it seems like it happens in the Air Force so much is well, that, yeah. that so, people get force retired before right. their time is up. And you have to... You, you have to score higher on the ASVAB than any other branch mm -hmm. to get a job you want, which is cool. But it's the Air Force is an absolute corporation. Absolutely. As opposed, it's a business. To the, as opposed to the Marines or the Army or whatnot. It's nine to five, baby. It is. And it's no one gets out. And that's the problem is like, I mean, the recruiters. They deploy for like three weeks. Yeah. The recruiters just like, dude, I don't care if you join or not. I don't have a mission because. We're full. Dude, their food, their chow hall food. That is amazing. It's ridiculous. Their housing's man. amazing. Oh, my God. I, you know, I was lucky enough. Dude, where, dude, he's giving you the dirtiest look right now. Or he was. Oh. I was lucky enough where, as paratroopers, you were always on a joint Air Force base. Mm -hmm. So I always had access to Air Force stuff, which was oh, nice. Man. Uh, but JP wants to be a loadmaster, which I think is a cool job. Dude, Air Force guys come on a Marine Corps base and are like, where am I at? Yeah. It's always, so you were talking about a brewery earlier, like you right? Want, you want Subway, baby? So I think breweries are like for dudes who can't fight. You know what I mean? Have you ever walked in a brewery and seen what's in there? Oh, yes. It's just like, I can clean the whole place out it's just like, by myself. It's like it's Kangle like, ass. Yeah, like if you grow up and you're like, man, I suck at fighting, you go to breweries, you know? Is that, yeah. <laughs> and you drink stouts. And, and that's, but that's almost like what the Army and Marines think of the Air Force. <laughs> yes. But at the end of the day, they're just laughing at you. Oh, they, yeah. They have the best. It's life. like Richard Simmons just laughing it all the way to the bank, baby. He doesn't care who made fun of him. He was going to get mean, people in shape and, and he was going to make money doing and it. E5 in the Air Force without special duty pay or anything makes about 80 grand a year. Yeah. Like, and they had the responsibilities of like an E1. Right. <laughs> Right, I mean, because everything's so expensive, you get no responsibility until you're like an until like you're like an E seven. Yes, <laughs> it's absolute. But 
again, I'm super proud of JP. Uh, Heck yeah, man. The Loadmaster, I think, is... I'm super proud that he's smart enough to make the right choice. Yeah. Well, well it's not that the wrong choice. Loadmaster's, I would say, kind of the top of the tier of regular Air mm -hmm. Force, other than being a pilot, obviously. But you're get flight pay, you're on a, on a crew, you're flying. Mm -hmm. And then you have the opportunity to go to AFSOF, I believe is how you say AFSOF. it. AFSOF, Air that? Force Special Operations, AFSO. AFSO, okay. I think. Uh, but and, which is, there's like five different jobs in that, which is pretty cool. You can always try out for that if you love the Air Force. But anyway, long story short, I'm super proud of them. I can't wait for them to. Maybe they're ASF. The ASF, yeah. Air Special Forces. <laughs> but those uh, PJs are. You know what they call though? Yeah. That so they have PJs, uh, CCT. Uh, uh, tack peas. I've heard multiple people talk about um, special operations in the Air Force, and, and they're, they're amazing. legit. Those like dudes are legit. legit. Yeah. yeah. Well, and what's cool, once you get to their special operations side, you're tied to an army unit most most of the time, and you don't fall under any army regs. Oh, that's so. Great. Those are like a sergeant major's worst nightmare. Yeah, it's they like, got long hair, a lot of beards, long <laughs> hairs. No uniform standards. Yeah. The sergeant majors are just losing their mind because they can't do anything. <laughs> like, Ugh. you know, I had my sergeant major was always yelling at me, like, "Get your fucking Air Force guys!" I'm like, "Bub, they're not mine. They're, they yeah. work for me, but I don't yeah. rate them. They don't work for us. They'll just leave, and then we have nothing. Yeah. So shut up." <laughs> yeah, we we like the Air Force. Yep. Yeah, speaking of the Air Force, uh, and we were talking about the changing of. I, I thought about. I don't know why my mind works like this. So I'm sorry, but we were thinking about changing the symbol in the middle of a field right and uh -huh. how incredible it is that overnight they change an entire stadium right into a different team's stadium china is able to and this is the kind of thing like we're not doing anything in america this is mind-boggling mm -hmm. to me we, we set a whole city up to look like little china for xi jinping <laughs> to come over here and meet him and the chinese people are getting ready for war with us like they're getting ready for a war yeah and we're over here making a city look like china and yeah. being like oh yes thank you for coming when you leave he's a dictator <laughs> like it, it's it, it's childish but at the same time they are they were we we're talking about air air force and air superiority and all this because the number one thing as you know brandon warfare the first thing you have to do is get air superiority because right. if you have air yeah. superiority then you have control of the air and that means everything yep. in this in modern warfare that means everything so the Chinese have films that they put out as as films. And now, granted, they're not going to show these th this kind of stuff to you in America because they don't want you to. But the Chinese put these films out for Americans to see just so they understand that if you bomb our runways, which is the first thing you do, you bomb uh -huh. people's runways so they can't take off. That's okay. They have crews that live on the airfields that can, that can fix tarmacs. I mean, destroyed tarmacs yeah. in less than 24 hours. <laughs> And just rebuild an entire airstrip in 24 Jesus. hours. Well, if you're Maverick, I mean, you don't need it. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's, that's the kind of stuff they're doing in China. Right. They're preparing. Yeah. They're preparing. Preparing. And they're, they're not only preparing with that, but they've, they've been buying up massive amounts of food. They have enough food stored now for... Well, and they own all the AI, right? Um, I know. It seems like we always talk about AI, but that's a pretty big thing in the world. Well, AI, AI came out of California, if I remember. Like, really? I thought, the chat GPT. I thought China is like behind all the AI, because I thought that was part of the meeting with uh, Sleepy Joe. That I don't know. I, I'm, I'm not familiar yeah. with that. I, I know AI they, is, is They were very... trying to get China to shut down AI shit. Which oh, they're not going to. So... Speaking of AI, I don't know if we've talked about this or not. But oh, dude, there's a lot of it. There's been a lot going on since. They so have AI on that Call of Duty. When you walked in, I was mm -hmm. playing Call of Duty. So they have AI monitoring that every minute, every second of the day. And if you say something bad, so it, it's kind of weird because if you say, you know, like the LGBT community, any of those words, yeah. it's automatic ban. Ban. Like it comes on your screen, you are chat banned. For, like hate speech. Right. But... Like, white suburban kids can drop the N-bomb. Without a problem. Without any issues at all, and they never, you don't get banned for that. And it's like, so so that's not bad, but this is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? F-A-G is the word that bans everyone. Yeah. And you say that, you're automatically banned because the AI is listening to everything you say. But also, the game is mature, right? You have to be 17 plus, plus. to buy it, to log in, to do all that. So isn't the problem just households? Like, we're banning adults for saying things that are rude, basically. Yeah. 
and because there's kids on there, but yet there isn't supposed to be kids. Brandon, on there. nothing. It, I've come to the conclusion over the last few months, and and like I have, I've gone, I've, I've gone on a spiritual journey, and I've, like I said, I've given my life to Jesus and all this stuff. But I've come to a conclusion that this is not something that's fixable. It's not something that is going to change. It's going to continue to deteriorate and get worse and worse as the time goes on because people, people enjoy doing what they do so much that they're just got it. From what I understand, God just like okay, fine my hands are washed of it, then you do what you want to do. And we have become that culture now. Like we've right. completely turned our backs on God. And I know that you're a, a practicing Catholic, right? Yes. I think America turned their back on God and God, it's not that he turned his back on. He's just like, okay, if you want to do something, go ahead and do it. Right. It, it, like the, what you talk about, like the phones, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, Patriot, Patriot Act, you can, they're surveillancing and listening into phone calls. Yeah, it's not just phone calls, man. No, it's everything. It's right now. This phone is listening to us. Absolutely. And I watched the the Sean Ryan show. I love Sean Ryan. Okay, so he had a a spy on there, CIA guy, and the guy was like, "I the long haired guy." Yes. Okay. And he's like, "I can listen to you on your phone, no matter what. You pull your battery, pull your SIM card out. Yeah, I'm still listening to you through your phone. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's okay. So if everyone's listening to everything on the phone at all the time." How do we have so many issues still? Well, you have to think that it's orchestrated. At this point, if you're watching what's going on, a lot of this stuff is just, there's, there, and that makes no sense to the common, common sense thinking man. None of this makes any sense. Right. I mean, the wars that are going on right now, obviously there's an economic cycle to war and war is part of the economic cycle. And we're at that point now where the dollar is, yeah, it's being propped up right now. People think it's strong. The dollar is done. Like the hey, dollar. Taylor Swift saved the dollar. What's that? Taylor Swift saved the dollar. <laughs> right. I mean, her, her, whatever. She's a billionaire. Yeah. But she, I think she raised what four point one billion off her American tour. That's crazy, man. Which economy wise, every city she had it that economy boosted. Yeah. Just because Taylor Swift was there. That's wild. It's just one person. Mm -hmm. You remember that show Minority Report? With I do. Tom Cruise. If we're listening in on phones, how come we're not stopping crimes before they happen? They don't shouldn't want to. We, shouldn't we be at that point? Like, you remember that movie? It was like, they went and arrested a guy out of a crime of passion. He came, he saw his wife sleeping with the neighbor, and he went back in and was going to kill him because yeah. crime of passion. And they arrested him before it even happened. They stopped a crime before it happened. Yeah. And it was, th that technology is almost. It's almost there. It, it really it, is almost there. But you couldn't charge somebody with a crime if you and, catch and them we're, prior. we're still dealing with, like, Columbine. Like, we're still having school shootings in the same fashion that it was in the 90s. Well, you have to think there's been a there has been a message of it's not the the shooter it's the gun. And you know that. I mean, right. being a second amendment, I mean, you're a second amendment guy. It's always been about the the gun, not the shooter themselves. We've always thought we've always it's been a political game the entire time. Let's let's say, "Hey, we need to take the guns from people." It's not about the person, it's about the guns. Right. And that's always, that's that's been our mentality. That's that's been the mentality that the masses have been whitewashed with for so many years now that people will just have, oh yeah 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 you, you your crowd your Second Amendment crowd isn't as big as people think it is anymore. I mean no. yeah it's, it's probably over fifty percent of the population. We, but well, we both have guns on us probably right now. And the fact is is I haven't shot a I've never used my gun in a wrong way. You know yeah. what I mean? But I, I, have it, I have it for my protection. I honestly, I, I haven't carried a gun since I got out of the Marine Corps. I have not had a gun in my oh, hand. Really? Yeah, I really haven't. I don't I, I don't ever carry. I mean, I keep a knife on me, and I, it's a tool to me. A knife is a tool. Right. I just um, feel like the people who are pro-gun yeah. are safe pro-gun. Yeah, they you know, are. They're the safest people. It's the idiots who are anti-gun who mm -hmm. get a hold of a gun who end up shooting themselves or doing something stupid with it. Yeah. It's just... Ugh. It's ridiculous. You, you go, you go to both ends of that spectrum, though, because a lot of times too, it's the idiots that are the guys that, that want to push it in people's face. Like, take your rights, exercise your rights, you know, but you don't need to carry your AR in the subway. Right. I mean, right. that's like not using guys, good sense. Yeah, like the the TikTok videos of the yeah. dudes going fishing with ARs yeah. on their back, and like, it's like you have the right to do yeah. it, but and why? I can, and by the way, I cannot stand those people on TikTok. I can't either. To film stuff while I'm on the sidewalk, it's public property. Yeah. Like. Just stop. You're just man. causing problems. Yes, you are the you're problem. You're looking for problems yes, and you're causing and you're problems. You're finding a problem and you're yeah. getting the attention you so secretly. But that's desire. what I'm saying. Like the world is completely upside down. It has nothing to do with politics anymore. I mean, if I look and, and I don't know where you stand on this, but I'm just gonna throw it out there. The Israel situation going on right now. We have allowed so many people to come across our our southern border. Yeah. I mean, people don't realize millions and millions of people have come across our border in, in the last few years. Yeah. That's a 
we were fighting 30,000 people in, ta- in the Taliban in Afghanistan, and we didn't know where they were at, what yeah. they were doing, how they were operating, anything most of the times. You know I mean? They were able to take pop shots, IEDs, all mm-hmm. kinds of stuff, all the times. We've let in over 100 times that amount of people in our southern border all over our nation. We bust them into our major metropolitan areas. I mean, that's insanity to me to begin with. And then it... It, you take into account all these people everywhere. You take into account that Israel has, and this is where I'm going with no sense at all, on a, on a morning, I don't care if the politicians allowed it to happen. I don't care if they shut down. I don't care whatever the, the, the conspiracy theory is. The fact of the matter is people came across the border with evil intent to kill people in Israel, and they didn't, just, they didn't go after soldiers. No, they, they went after them. Yeah, they went after children. They yeah. went after women. They went after the elderly. So... Is genocide the answer? No, it's not the answer. But there is no country in the Arab nations that want any of the Palestinians. Where's the problem with that? And you know, people are like, oh, Palestinians, Palestinians. Okay, well, here's what I saw. I saw videos of dead Israelis being drugged through the streets Mm -hmm. of Palestine and not just Hamas, everybody cheering it on throwing stuff, spitting on the bodies, not wearing any kind of military gear, not wearing the, right. the, the green head sash of Hamas. These were regular citizens, everyday citizens, acting exactly the same as all of the terrorists of their political organization in, in Palestine. Absolutely. I, so I, me and Jamie were talking about this yesterday. And, but, but people are marching all over the world now for Palestine. Right. Right. And that, it, that's ridiculous what's going on in America with that. Yeah. Uh, I stand with Israel, period. Like right. We were talking yesterday about how, you know, the Taliban, use it for example, is it's for the cause. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. all for the cause. They, You kill their family, they wouldn't give you information. Oh, my family died for the cause. Yeah. Imagine if Americans felt that way about their country. We, not, not the way where we're going to be terrorists, but you just had pride. Yeah. And if we, if Americans had that sense of pride in their country, again, what their pride is, is wrong. Yeah. They're terrorists, but... That level of patriotism is gone. It's, it's completely absolutely gone. gone. It's completely and gone. And everyone wants to, I, I don't ever see anyone who puts an American flag on their Facebooks and says, I stand with America. Yeah. It's always a foreign country's flag. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just ridiculous. Like love your country. Yeah. Love your country. If everyone just do it for one year, new year's resolution for one year, love your country Yeah, and watch how better it gets. Well, you know, you don't even have to say that if you just love your neighbor, like if you just love your neighbor, you'll you'll love everything around you. Right. I mean, you'll you'll be good if you just love your neighbor. Yeah. Plain it's, and simple. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard times for sure, and it's you know I I feel bad for my grandma's ninety eight. You know, yeah. and all she complains about is I'm so worried for you guys. Yeah, you know she's seen she's seen some shit. Well, you know the thing with it is it, when people say because I I've actually had this mentality myself thinking about my kids because my kids and your kids are growing up in a time where AI is going to wind up becoming very common it, and, and if you don't have a brain chip here in 10 years you're not going to be competitive right. in the job market i mean let's be let's be honest right. 10 years technology from now if you don't have some kind of transhumanistic thing put in your body to change how your brain operates and works faster you're not going to be you're not going to be competitive right you're just not so what they're trying to do is just change humanity like they're trying to actually make it like it sounds so great on the surface oh hey have you ever, have you, I actually, I wrote this down to want to talk about this because I thought it was so fascinating. I just found out about it and I didn't, I, this is wild to me. Have you, do you know what biohacking is? Uh-uh. Biohacking is basically, you have all the access to doctoral papers on the CRISPR machine, gene editing software. Yeah. You have all the findings, you have all the research right there at your fingertips. Everyone does, you can get a hold of it. People are training themselves and teaching themselves how to gene edit and gene splice, and they're trying to fix diseases in their own bodies, and they're trying to enhance their own bodies, enhance, make, make their eyesight better, make, get yeah. them, let their muscle grow stronger. It, the, people are doing this in their basements of their houses, and the science behind it isn't stopping it because scientists aren't allowed to do this stuff. They can't do human trials and stuff like that. So all these people are doing all of this stuff on their own. Becoming real life experts. But the scientists are getting all the research data from it because they're uploading all of their data Uh to help somebody else get it. And they're getting all this information for free. So whatever they're concocting in the government labs, who So have they cured anything? Have they figured anything out? Well, I mean, people have changed their pets different colors. They've they've made things glow in the dark. People have, have they've, they're actually just starting, and that's why I'm talking about it, because it's, it's, this is really strange stuff. Um, 
they have their work. They just made it legal to do gene editing. I can't remember where it was in America, but it was for sickle cell and something else. And they've already had trial mm-hmm. trials of it and stuff. And they've had success rates. I mean, it's granted this is gene therapy, so it's new. It's innovative of what they're saying, but they're basically changing your DNA structure to get rid of the bad genome to, re- to replace yeah. it with just a healthy one so that you don't have that disease anymore. Wow. Which sounds great in theory, but everything that we humanity wants to do, we always turn it to something bad. Yes. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah. So yeah. What, will it help some people with some serious debilitating diseases? Yes. But then what are they going to do with it? They're going to start making the craziest stuff. Right. I mean, you're going to be a soldier in basic training. You get your super shot. And we talked about this Brandon. We talked about this a long time ago, how I was saying how Hollywood is always forecasting. They're always portraying yeah. 20 to 30 years in advance. Yeah. How many, how many superhero movies have you been watching for the last 25 years? I mean, yeah. everybody wants to be super strong, be able to fly, be able to climb yeah. buildings, be able to do this. Everybody wants to be able I mean, everybody wants a superpower. Right. You're going to have it here in 10 years. <laughs> and if you don't, you'll be the nuns. We're not going to have flying cars. We're going to have flying humans. Right. Right. Which I did see the, the FDA approved the first, or not FDA, but FFA approved the first personalized drone car Jeez. that you can fly. Wow. So you get in your drone, drone car, fly. That's, that's they, wild. They only go so high, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's it's ridiculous. That's pretty wild, man. What's going out there? I mean, it's it's nuts. And and you know this this year has been such a crazy year. Um, twenty twenty three has had so many historic things happen that people aren't even paying attention to the historic things anymore. Some of the historic things that happen aren't even being spoken about. And I'm going to give you an example because this one fascinates me being from Florida and understanding how hurricanes operate. This one really threw me for a loop because I just saw a quick blurp of it and that was it. Did you hear about, uh, let me find it right here in my notes. It was a hurricane, Hurricane Otis Mm-mm. that formed in October of this year. I haven't heard anything. So last it. month, last this is a wild story. Now I saw it when it happened because I saw the blip and I looked into it and I was like, what in the world? Alcapoco, Mexico. That's the western coast of Mexico. This storm, nobody thought anything of it. When they went to sleep that night, no one thought anything of this storm was going to do anything. You know, it went from a tropical storm, which top wind speeds for a tropical storm are 73 miles an hour. So that's, that's, that's a rough storm. You're gonna have some palm trees fall down, some branches break, maybe lose a little electricity here and there, spotty some places, right? No big deal. No, in 12 hours, which is unheard of, it went from a tropical storm to a Category 5 hurricane oh, shit. in 12 hours. So from, like, because I think it hit land at, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, mm-hmm. twelve between 12 and 1 in the morning, I don't remember. Don't hold me to that. So you went to bed. You watched the 5 o'clock news, and this storm was maybe a Category 1, yeah. which they that can, that can happen, you know, because yeah. once you get real close to the coast, the water gets hotter because it's not as deep, yeah. and the storms intensify. Well, the rapid intensification on this one, by the time everybody's in bed getting ready for work the next day at 9, 10 o'clock at night, two hour, two to three hours later, this storm is intensified to a Category 5, and it came through with wind speeds sustained. That means at all times, 165 miles an hour. It destroyed the place. Yeah. I mean, just destroyed. People went to bed, and they just woke up to, to their... Or didn't wake up. Or didn't wake <laughs> yeah. up, you know? I don't remember what the death toll was. It wasn't... It's not, it's not as high as you would think for something like that, but... It was pretty crazy. In Acapulco, I mean, that's a city of 800,000 people. And it got, and smashed it. Jeez. Smashed it. Jeez. And did you ever hear about that? Uh-uh. Nobody, I mean, no one even talked about it. All summer long, what did you smell outside? I didn't smell anything. You didn't smell, you didn't smell the Canadian wildfires? You didn't see oh, the, yeah, I mean, yeah. we had smoke here yeah. for a week at one yeah. point. Yeah, so we went. So We're not even talking about that anymore. No. That Are burnt nine times the annual average. Not, it, built, it burnt over 40, I think it was 47 million acres. Is it still burning? No, it's, it's uh, finally, it's finally calmed down now, but it was, uh, it was, it was nutty, dude. Yeah, 45.7 million acres this year. Well, because something else happened. You know what I mean? It's like the fires were the That's what I'm saying. Thing. One thing happened. Maui fires. Yeah. The Maui fire. We just, we dismiss everything so quick. What were we, uh, before? We don't have a choice. Things are happening too quick. Right. Before Israel. Something. The Ukraine-Russia war. Yeah. It, we don't even talk about it anymore. At all. You know, no. It, it's like that was, 
all you saw on the news for six months, and then it uh-huh. just went away. And then as soon as as soon as Hamas did what they did mm-hmm. in Israel, then the whole thing got shifted over to Israel. And, and Hamas. It's, it's like they lost that hundred million dollars. Well, dude, that, there's so much unaccounted for for Ukraine. Yeah, that like people started looking into it, and then all of a sudden, boom, Israel. Yeah. And, and no one's even talking about the econ- the economy. The economy's completely been put on the back burner, but it's it's still a huge problem. Banks are still about to fail. Well, I mean, they're the, failing. The cocaine found in the White House. Yeah, cocaine. I mean, like, this is it's like, been a nutty year, man. How does that happen? It's the White House. It's dude. the White House. Yeah. Seriously, how can you Seriously. get anything in the it, White House at all? If that if that's the case, we don't know whose it is. There is a camera every far. Yeah, every, it covers every square inch yep. of that place. There is a camera. And we don't know who it is. What's that say about anything here? That's why I'm telling you, man. But, you know, that gives me hope that they're not as good at being big brother as we think they are. Right. But I know they're lying because they know exactly whose cocaine it is. Right. Right. But more importantly, let's put Trump on trial. Yeah, Trump on trial. Trump on trial. Let's not fix what's happening in our house, but let's... Let's go on this. Dude, that... that, The uh, judge in his case is such a smug, Mm -hmm. smug character, man. I I just saw... I heard him give one, say a couple things. And I was like, wow, yeah. this guy is so biased that there's no way this is going to be a fair trial. But yet it's just bumping up his popularity for voting. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh like they tried to ruin him and it's like, all you did was, well, him. you did all the rumors right now. If you, and I know people think Alex Jones is crazy and he is, he does seem a lot, very crazy, but he predicts things about 80% of the time correctly, which is a pretty good rate of return. If you ask me when you're predicting future events in politics, He's saying that he, he believes Michelle Obama is going to run in 2024. Oh, my God. That, that Joe is not rerunning. It's going to be Michelle Obama. What? Have you seen those pictures, the old pictures of them, where it's like... Who, Michelle and... Yeah, and it's everyone saying she was a guy. Yeah, I have. Have you seen Is that real? I, I don't know. I mean, I don't even I'm know not going to speak on it because I have no I idea. I don't even know if that's her in those pictures, but it definitely looks like a dude he's with. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, the letters came out of his, his college letters talking or whatever it was talking about uh, homosexual, right. having homosexual fantasies and all kinds of I, stuff. And but. say what you want about Obama. He was probably the the coolest president. You know what I mean? Like I, I, politics aside. Yeah. At like just his. We well, just had that youthful and his youthful demeanor. Feel. Like when yeah. he, he did the Jerry Seinfeld thing. That mm-hmm. riding in cars with coffee or whatever. Yeah. And it was like, that's the president. Well, you like, know, he, it was I, just a cool cat. Like, he, a cool cat is what I would say. I knew what, what was happening to the country under him. And I yeah. mean, we're under him right now, let's be honest. Sure. I mean, he's one pulling strings here still, too. Um, so I never wanted to hear anything he had to say. After I, after I listened to a couple speeches, I'm like, this guy is, is not good. There's not going to be anything good to happen. It had nothing to do with race, it had nothing to do with politics. I just. The guy doesn't stand for the principles I stand for. Right. So it wasn't great. Yeah. I, so a, I don't think he was a great president. Yeah. I'm just saying he was a cool cat. He was. Right. He was a cool cat. But I, what I was getting to is he he narrates a I don't know if it's National Geographic or Discovery, but it's a really beautiful cinematic. I can't remember if it was yeah. Africa or America that he did. And when he started talking. I, it took me a second to recognize that it was Barack Obama talking, yeah. but I can tell you right now, the guy missed his calling. That's what he should have been doing. He should have been a narrator. He should have been the dude. I mean, cause his Morgan voice, Freeman well, I never thought everyone's like, Oh, he's the greatest speaker. No, he was not a better speaker than Bill Clinton. Yeah. Okay. And I don't like Bill Clinton either, but Bill Clinton could give a speech. I think Ronald Reagan was the best, Ronald, but yeah, we're going way back there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just going back in the last, well, I guess sure, going, sure. going back to Clinton's even getting going back there now. I guess, I guess we're getting old. Yeah. Um, but Bill Clinton in the last 30 years in American politics, there hasn't been a better, President, sure, yeah. presidential speaker. There really hasn't. Um, and Obama read off of a teleprompter all the time. Right. But I can tell you right now, when he read off a teleprompter for this, uh, what's it called? Uh, documentary. Documentary. Yeah. I mean, he's got the perfect voice. For yeah. it. Perfect voice. And I was like, I, I was like, that. you know what? I'm just going to keep listening to this because he's got a very soothing <laughs> voice. <laughs> he's calming. <laughs> yes, it's a calming voice. <laughs> That's cool. That's really cool. Uh, <clears throat> I forgot what I was going to say. Sorry, it's early in the morning. Man. Oh, it's all right, man. Yeah, we're actually, we're doing this one on Saturday morning at 9 a.m. 9 a.m. And it's, oh, I do have champagnes. I could have some mimosas. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, now, my last thing that I had was, uh, uh, what's it called? Um, volcanoes. Have you seen what's going on in Iceland right now? Mm-mm. Oh, dude, there's a volcano going on in Iceland. Grendavik, I think, is the name of the town. They've had to evacuate a whole town. Really? They've had these big fissures open up. They got these god awful noises coming out of them. Like it sounds <laughs> yeah. like demons coming out of the earth. It's yeah. wild. But the magma, they said, they said one day it was uh, 
still over a couple miles underground. And then the next day, they're like, it's only 500 meters down. We got to get them out, get them out. Or get it. it hasn't blown yet, Yeah, but they've evacuated the entire city. They don't have a choice. I mean, it's it's getting ready to go. And is when it by it, the hot springs in Iceland? I have no idea. Because I, uh, I have no idea. So they have these big people travel to Iceland mm-hmm. because they go to these beautiful hot spring pools. Mm-hmm. I wonder. I wonder. It's got to be from that volcano. Oh, it has to be. You know? Well, the the scientists are actually saying this is the beginning because they've had so many eruptions there now. They they're thinking this is the beginning of an eruption season that could last centuries. Oh, wow. So they're like, we have no idea what's about to happen. This volcano has been dormant for eight hundred years, and now it's woke up and it's uh, it's pissed and it's it's ripping the earth up and it's having all kinds of earthquakes. I mean, they had like a thousand earthquakes in twenty four hours. Oh my god! And um, it, it's it's pretty wild down there. It's right? mad. Yeah, it's it's, it's, it's mad at us. It's a madhouse. <laughs> That's crazy. The whole earth is a madhouse right now. It, it is. Like, it's I don't know where to go. I mean, oh, oh, and then I wrote down notable deaths for the year. Yeah, I mean, right. there was a lot of notable deaths. This yes, year. I, I agree with that. Uh, go ahead, hit your list up, man. Celebrities recently, Matthew Perry, everybody knows yeah, that one. You know, I think, I mean, yeah, friends, 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 and Susanna Summers, which I've never been a fan, but yeah, what she was on that one show was it Step by Step? She was on. I don't remember. I I don't know. She Snacks was on is a, coming to get my pen that I was dropping. She was yet. on a show when we were kids. I. I I want to say it was step by step. Maybe it wasn't. I don't know. But she was, and I just remember my mom, because she was still a, a pretty old woman, older woman mm-hmm. on that show, you know. But my mom had known her from her previous work, I guess. Yeah. So she was, like, her retirement gig was this sitcom. Okay. And then that was she kind of fizzled out after that. But all right, who else you got? Jimmy Buffett. That's yeah. a sad one, man. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett brought a lot of joy to a lot of people. Yeah, I remember we had a Margaritaville day on the. Did uh, you? On the boat one day. Just played Jimmy Buffett all day. Bob Barker. Oh, he's dead. The price is wrong. <laughs> that's crazy. <I> don't know. <laughs> that's my that's my favorite scene of Bob Barker is in Happy Gilmore. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> he gets up and works him. Uh, Jerry Springer. Really? Jerry Springer passed away this year. So didn't didn't his bodyguard yeah, shoot, do an offshoot and start his own show? Steve. Steve uh, yeah, Steve. Steve something Wilkes. Steve something show. Yeah. It's still on. Is it still it's on? It's the same as Jerry Springer. It's just him. But he's got his own bodyguard now. Who's yeah. his Steve? He's got his own Steve. Who knows? I mean, that's, <laughs> that was the dumbest show ever. Yeah, it really was. That was high school. I'd get home from high school and I'd be and eating, be like a, I'd eat a yeah. bowl of cereal watching Jerry Springer. Yeah, God, just for the fights. All right. Now those, are, those are just some notable celebrities, which there was a lot. I didn't write down even half. I didn't even write down a quarter of them. Uh, sports, Dick Butkus. I wrote okay. that one down for you. Yeah. I know you're the big football guy. What did he guy. die of uh, CTE? I honestly didn't look up any of the. Because he hit hard. Yeah, he might have had that CTE. Yeah, he might have. Bobby Knight. Oh yeah, Indiana. And uh, the Iron Sheik. Oh, it's a little WWE. Yeah, was little it E then or what? WWF, WWE. Yeah, I can't remember. I was, I I was I, never into any of them. So well, it's, it's, you, you were in Florida and I was in Kansas, and there's not wrestling. It's this, oh no, well we don't have we don't have wrestling, but we had all the wrestlers lived right there. Well, so the weird thing is, is this part of the country, West Virginia, Ohio mm-hmm. area. Backyard wrestling is huge now. Well, and this is where wrestling started. Really? Yes. I didn't know that. So, like, I talked to people from here, and they're like, oh, dude, wrestling was, like, when they were kids, was everything. And in Kansas, I mean, I, Hulk Hogan, I knew that in the cartoon. Yeah. Remember they had the cartoon on Saturday morning? Well, see, Hulk Hogan used to come down to Joyland um, Bar and Grill where we played hockey. His his son played hockey, and him and, and, uh, what's his name, Randy Savage, Lanny Poffitt, all those guys, they all lived around there. That's crazy, man. So I never really got into wrestling, but now they're doing wrestling shows and all this ridiculous. I don't know. I I think wrestling's ridiculous. but Different sport, but I just saw today, I don't know if you know anything about it, Huntington's going to get a AAA ball ball team? Really? Yeah, they're Uh, they're asking for name ideas. uh, They must be... They might so, be using Marshall's new well, stadium when it gets built. I, yeah, when I was working there, they were trying to get a, a minor league club. Minor in, league, that's what it's called, minor league. A minor league club in just to... It's on It's on the news today. Well, that's crazy because they didn't want it because... So when you have a college stadium that's sharing it with a minor league club, it mm-hmm. just comes into lockers. Yeah. You know, do they have their own locker rooms and then wins practice times versus game times. You can't practice on your own field now because the minor league team's <laughs> there. It's a, it's a big controversy. A yeah. Where it's like, and we have one in Charleston. Why do we need one here? The Dirty Birds. Well, and it's money. You know, yeah. oh, we can make revenue off the stadium, mm-hmm. but also your season is going to run into each other. Yeah, and it's it just sucks to be able to finally have your own baseball f- field for a college, and you can't practice on it. Yeah, and where do the where does our baseball team play right now? Route two at the YMCA. On route two. Mm-hmm. 
That's where they play their games? That's it, yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Marshall has never had a baseball field. So they don't even really, I mean, they don't, could you, do they even charge to go to the games? Uh, most of them, no. Oh, okay. Uh, but I mean, they will be now. I mean, that the field out there, it's a nice field, but it's not theirs. It's the YMCA's yeah. field. Yeah. So the, the students have to drive all the way down Route 2 to practice or a game or whatever. But they've never had it. They used to play up behind Walmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a field up there. They used to play down in the West End where it floods. Yeah. And they had a minor league team there, too. I think the Cubs, it's the Huntington Cubs played I'm there. I'm not familiar. But, yeah, they've never had a home field. Huh. And then I saw Marshall beat WVU in soccer. Yeah, Marshall's going into the NCAA tournament number one in the nation. Nice. Top ranked in the nation. They're predicting them to win again. Nice. Which is the only – the only sport that Marshall has ever won a Division One championship in. That's pretty awesome, it's though. Soccer. Hey. And it's uh, there is a lot more soccer fans now than there ever was. I mean, it's it's well, again, we've had a lot of uh, a lot of people biggest, have come in here and and into all the immigration that's happened. Well, that's the biggest sport worldwide. Yep, one hundred percent. I mean, it really is. And 100%. I'm not saying that the illegal immigrants. I'm saying that being in a melting pot, people are starting to be like, well, people in the culture are starting to well, like your, our sport. Like, like Yorgi is yeah. the Greek background, and he loves, loves soccer. Loves soccer. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah, and and people like that, they grow up playing club soccer and stuff, yep. and then they never had. We never have anything for those adults though yeah. we've got the what is it now they've got the ml is the mls mls the major pro. league soccer now well and we brought that guy messi messi yeah he plays for miami and when he came over and started playing in mls that everything went up in that did it because he's world renowned like and the then and then the ever. what's the um the seattle seahawks quarterback bought a team too didn't he uh yeah he might not be the quarterback know, ryan for reynolds did he bought. Did Ryan Reynolds have one a too? Team Wessick or whatever. I'm not familiar with that one. Then but they had that show too. That's on. Uh, I don't know what it's called. The soccer show. I don't but know. They, they hire the football, the yeah. American football coach. It's hilarious. I can't remember what it's called, but it's a hilarious show. Uh, yeah, that's a uh, soccer is definitely. Uh, Messi came in and that he came in and within like his first two games was leading the entire league and it was already halfway through the season. Yeah. Like he's just a god on the soccer field. Well, I got to go to pitch. I got to go to one Marshall game this year, not soccer but football. I, yeah. I think you were at the game too, the Virginia Tech game. Yeah, yep. That was, that was a good that's game. That's the only one I've been to. That's the Marshall, only one I've been to. Their football team fell off the rails, man. Did it? Yeah, they lost five straight. Oh, man, that sucks. I to think hear. they won last week, but uh they're not looking too great. Not looking too great. And then you know, I, we kind of talked about Taylor Swift earlier in her tour, but you know she's dating Travis Kelsey. Yeah. And her, Every, I don't think anybody in the world doesn't know that, tra- that right. Travis Kelsey well, is Well, it, the funny thing is, is it has helped the NFL so much. Oh, I'm sure it has. Because we talked about it. Remember when we, me and you were talking about how yeah. she's bigger than the yes, NFL? she has a bigger social media yeah. base than the entire NFL does. Yeah. And it's crazy because, I mean, they're showing commercials for the Monday night game. It's the Chiefs versus Eagles. Super Bowl rematch, Kelsey brother rematch, but like in the promos for that game, it's Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift, yeah, like three times. Yeah, it shows her three times in the commercial for a football game because people are watching it. That tells you the power of marketing by the NFL. Because I'm telling you right now, you can't look any well, not so much now, but two weeks ago, you could see nothing anywhere without seeing a picture of Taylor Swift at an NFL football yep. game. I mean, it was. I'm surprised they don't have her doing the halftime show. Of the Super Bowl this year. I'm sure it will be next year. Next year, the year after, they're going to have Taylor Swift. And and maybe she won't ever do it because they don't pay enough. No one really. How much is enough, man? Like, how much? I mean, you got a billion dollars. Because that's the pinnacle of that's the pinnacle of her career. I mean, she does so. Like when she was in Kansas City, Arrowhead Stadium, right? uh She played all stadium tours. She would do two nights in a city, and those stadiums were sold out both nights. Yeah, like she. What I'm I saying mean, though, it's not about ridiculous. it's not filling out at a stadium. It's, that's not what I mean. What I mean as a pinnacle is that you have to be invited to do that, yeah. and the only people that get invited to do that are the absolute top of I performers. Feel like just falling off with these halftime shows. They really have, but that I mean, historically, if you get asked yeah. to be the halftime show of the of the Super Bowl, then you are you've made it. Like you're yeah. the pinnacle of of entertainment. Right. And she is the pinnacle of entertainment right now. Obviously, she's everywhere. She has everywhere. been for many years, so she hasn't done that yet and that's the pinnacle. So well, yeah, it's so it's funny to me, you know, the NFL logo, right? Mm-hmm. So Liam's girlfriend came over, she comes and watched the Chiefs game with us, and she has a shirt on she made and it says instead of NFL in the logo it says Taylor's League. <laughs> 
she made. You know what I mean? Like, dude, people are literally. They're gaining new fans. So many, and, the, so she, and then I heard that Broncos beat the Chiefs recently at home. And when they, after the game, they played Shake It Off. Can you imagine? Can what you a, imagine this? How many Karens this is going to create? Right. Well, so they played this "Shake It Off" song because <laughs> the Chiefs lost and we're walking off the field. Well, I guess Taylor suing the Denver Broncos for copyright infringement. Oh come on! Now. Yeah. Shut up. Are and you it's serious? Like, it's like don't fuck. She's like, oh don't my fuck gosh. With my oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it. I love. That's I, ridiculous. I think it's awesome that he's dating her because one, wait, he has the number one podcast in the world. Dude, the thing that I think is hilarious is that. And and I don't remember who said it to me. It's like, oh look, Taylor Swift's finally dating a man, <laughs> <laughs> a real man, yeah. who, uh, if you you know, my mom's all crazy. On maybe this maybe this will work out since she's dating a man now. Right, he opens the door for her and it does gentleman chivalrous shit because yeah. he's a real man from right here in Cincinnati. You know, he's a Midwest. I guess you could call it Midwest type guy. And instead of playing guitar, he's strong enough to break one. All right, right, and he's. Not a little bitch boy, you know. That's what I'm saying. He's a man. Like he's she, a, she's dating a he's man. A big six four, two hundred and fifty yeah. pound man. Man, whose brother is a only, bigger man. Only, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's so funny to me because I've got a I've got a 22 year old man that lives in my house, and, and and I love him to death. Never wanted to leave. It's not about that, but he's huge, and he loves bodybuilding. And it's like when you like to bodybuilding. The way that men talk about other dudes in underwear <laughs> on a stage is mind-boggling to me. It's, yeah. like, it's like, come on, man. He'll, he'll, he used to come. He doesn't do this anymore but he, when he was a little bit younger because he's been into it for years. He'd come up to me with a picture of like uh, from back in the day of Ronnie Coleman yeah. and, his, and, his, and his thong up on stage. <laughs> like, Yo, check this out. I'm like, cool, man. That's, yeah. that's what I wanted to see I today. Really like, I, yeah, <laughs> it's not for me, but I mean, I get it. Right, right. Because <laughs> I, I went through that stage where I thought bodybuilding was cool and I'm like, man, that dude's jacked. I'd like to be jacked like that, but it's, <laughs> it's so funny. Well, and uh, before we get off here, one shout out to uh, Yorgi. You know, he, uh, he's having another baby girl. So congratulations. Congratulations, Yorgi. We miss you, Gypsy. And, uh, other than that, I guess everyone's still alive. We're still here, right? Yeah, still kicking it, man. Still <laughs> kicking it. Be sure to, if, again, if you're local and a veteran, you need some service done to your car, check out Dutch Miller, uh, Chevy Honda down in the West End. And other than that, that's all I got, John. I'm good, brother. Saturday morning, I wish I could watch some cartoons, but those days are over. Yes, they are. So with that being said, Grunts and Appalachia out. <laughs>